Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Hooked, the podcast where we provide you with all the plot hooks that you will ever need in every role-playing game you will ever play in your entire life, the end. I am your host, Zane C. Weber, here with regular co-host... Dom Gilfoyle. And we have two special co-hosts returning from last three episodes. We have... Faith, and I'm really sorry. Don't apologize. Oh. It's too late. It's too late to apologize. It's happened now. I mean, you can say sorry, but that won't change what I'm you've done. I'm super grateful I was invited back. In fact, <laughs> I was a little worried that I would never hear and that you would just never release the episodes, but I'm glad that you did. Well, we haven't you? publicized them yet, but I will be okay, focusing on them. your personal <laughs> friends and family <laughs> when I do. Uh, now, first time guest host is none other than Rachel Lloyd, famous. Jonathan, hello, it is me. Uh, I'm everyone's favorite anime fan. Wow. Okay, I'm that's so a, sorry. It's a big call. call. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's. Uh, I'm not problematic in any ways, and that's better than most anime fans. I feel at this point. Also, big call. Like we're now, now, <laughs> no. now you've put that out. There. One thing I know about you is that you like anime, which is pretty problematic of you. <laughs> that that uh, is, yeah. Well, uh, speaking as someone who is friends with a lot of anime fans, yeah. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> That's rough. It's not a good crowd. Uh, but having said that, uh, we have two relatively new people, so maybe we should do yeah, a getting we, to know you question. We wouldn't normally do a getting to know you question. No, Z- never. Zane, did you have one ready? Or I was going to take inspiration from this talk of anime and say, what is your favourite fictional character from anime? Now, I don't know if Faith likes anime. We just got out me as a weave on this podcast. <laughs> join me. Join <laughs> me. It's not the worst thing that's happened to you on this podcast. <laughs> you know, frankly, it's not the worst thing that's happened to me on this podcast so there we go um let's 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 what favorite character from an anime or character that you think might be fun to play in a role-playing game from an anime uh i'm gonna have to go with ghost in the shell standalone complex it is bateau he is big he is strong he is hot he's my boyfriend okay um he's also a really good dad to a number of robots i love him he's great now you said you weren't problematic yeah (laughs) Calling uh, an anime character your boyfriend, is that problematic? Nope. I haven't used the word wife or husbando in an unironic method yet, so <laughs> yeah. I think I'm doing okay. I'm and doing all said, right. He said dad instead of daddy as yeah. well, and must have been tempted, so I'll give, <laughs> I'll give it a pass. I, uh, there's a lot of minds ahead of me in this podcast. I'm yeah. dodging them as much as I can. Okay, so you, you want to play a game where you are father to lots of little robots. Yeah, like a cyberpunk adventure. Yeah. I'm like a big buff dude robot. It'll be great. I do weights just by not needing to. It's good. You do weights just by not needing to. No, no, no. Despite, despite not needing right. to. Right. Bateau lifts weights despite being a full cyborg. 
Okay. Just show yeah. off. Yeah, just good like, character trait. <laughs> and Faye? Okay, so are we going with favorite or are we going with either or? Like you, you, can, you can qualify it I, whichever way you want. Okay, so I'm going to pull out my weave card and shred it immediately because <laughs> if I had to pick a character to play in a role playing game that is based off an anime character that I do like, it would have to be Tsunade from Naruto because she got big titties. And that's the one thing that you want to play. Also, she's very strong and a boss I mean, bitch. You okay. also could have said that about just about any female anime <laughs> character that they have big titties. Yeah, but it's not like oh. her big titties aren't like... Oh, okay. She's also not like 16, which I that hate. Is, yeah, yeah. That is, okay. Yeah. I personally dislike it mm. when they okay. are not like grown women who are in... No, like, it's, it's it's okay. This mm. one turned 18 last week, so it's yeah. fine. Well, no, she looks like she's 14, but, but she's, she's actually, actually hundreds of years, years old. old. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, look, I, I, I promised everyone that this episode or this series of episodes that we are recording over the course of this evening would be not as bad as last time. So let us look. We have killed and eaten Tully to absorb his power. So, like, at least he's not here. Tully's here. I have absorbed him. So we are now. We are now the one person. Is that going to happen to me as well? That's how Vor works. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. We are now doing Vor. Okay, Dom. Uh, I mean, if we're going like, yeah, I I guess Radical Edward from Cowboy Bebop um, would be fun to play because just like, good choice, just just like being like that energetic and silly and actually quite quite capable, but also just annoying to your teammates because you wind up doing useful things, but also you do it in a way where you're like, yeah, Edward, (laughs) do the thing, woo, and they're like, how did you? You're still being useful, but also shh. You're just an agent of chaos at this so, point. Exactly. So yeah. a bard. Yeah. The, yes. Okay. Yeah. okay. It's a pretty good party so far, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. 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 I think Tsunade would be a sorcerer. Actually, also because I love yeah. playing sorcerers. So. Actually, actually um, what is... There is there, there's not an official tinkerer sort of thing. Right artificer? Now, artificer. Oh, yeah. artificer. MD, I was thinking an alchemist for some reason, yeah. Uh, artificer may be more appropriate for Edward, and you can definitely still do some zany, silly things with artificer. True. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yep. Toe's a fighter or a barbarian. That's just simple, yeah, no, I feel, absolutely. right? Like, <laughs> I, I'm big well, and hit. Paladin, like a non-religious paladin sort as well, because you're all about protecting as well. Mm, that's true. That's true. That, there, was, there was a, a homebrew for 5e released a couple of years ago now uh, called uh, Paladin of the Common Man. Yeah, that that was, was, yeah I like that, that one. Good. Yeah, it's got all the socialism imagery in there that we oh, need yes. in this episode. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Speaking of this episode... <laughs> Sponsored by NordVPN. <laughs> it's, it's not. Raid Shadow Legends. Oh what we are going to do is we're going to be giving you some plot hooks. Uh, we're going to do that in the manner of a magic trick. So we're going to look at a Magic the Gathering card and uh, then give you a pledge, which will be the seed of an idea. Then we will go around the table and turn that into more of a fleshed out idea, something that you can actually put into your games. And then finally, in the prestige, we will talk about how your players could actually interact with this thing, how you could turn it into a story, that sort of thing. We also have a random word, which this week is progressive. Um, And each of the hosts have a card, which has two categories, which they may or may not choose to use. So who wants to describe the magic card that we are looking at this week? I'll do it. (laughs) We'll judge you. It's me. 
I'd like to start by saying that I would marry this woman in a second. So okay. um, it is a tall, blonde-haired figure with very large mechanical-style wings. Uh, and I thought you were going to say breast then. I mean, it's hard to see, but underneath the breastplate, it seems to be a pretty big breastplate is all I'm saying. Also, the breastplate does seem very <laughs> It's a pyramid. Yeah. yeah. And also, a like... Weapon. It could yeah. be a perspective thing, like, but, you know, do we know that she's tall? She might actually be very small. <laughs> when has it ever been about perspective and not just, like, I've already said the term big titties once on this podcast, and I shan't again. <laughs> so, <laughs> Challenge um, accepted. So the episode title this time, <laughs> I think. now. Um, holding a super cool sword, two super cool swords, uh, standing in a field very uh, impressive and scary. Um, would you like me to read the... Read the name. Read the name. Uh, so it's Do-It-Yourself Seraph. It's an artifact creature cyborg angel. Yeah, so a seraph is a type of angel, and so it seems that she has just hook, taken it upon herself to become a steampunk angel. She yeah. can't be an angel magically, so she's going to do it for grit. I will say artifact creature cyborg angel is my favourite EDM single. Yes. Yeah. I think it was really good. <laughs> Our uh, artifact creature would be a, a great artist name. Yeah, I might yeah. steal that at some point. <laughs> uh, and the, the art is by David Sladek. Thanks, David. Shout out to Dave. So, who would like to go first with their pledge? I read it out, and everyone's looking at me like <laughs> I'm going to go first. So, I can go first if, if, you want, if no. you'd like. Um, you don't have to. Thanks, Tom. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, so, the. The party encounters uh, on their travels. They see up. What's that up in the sky? Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Oh, it's coming this way really fast. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, and basically, the woman we see in this card uh, comes kind of crashing to the ground nearby. Uh, and uh, the party probably rushes over. Some of them to help. Some of them to loot. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, as she kind of like climbs out of the wreckage of her suit, looks down and looks around, sees the party, and goes, "Yes." It works! Really quite excited that she's just plummeted from the air, uh, seemingly having, like, fallen from the sky in her fly- in her um, makeshift winged suit. And yeah, that's my pledge. Cool. So, uh, mechanical angel falls from the sky and is real happy about it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, who's going to go next? Just has to be a seed of the idea. It doesn't have to be a whole idea. I go next. Uh, so... Because Telly isn't here, I have to say it dramatically because that's how he mm-hmm. likes to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you find... <laughs> that's Tully. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so proud. I've been practicing that all day. Uh, you find some cogs in a box under the stairs in an old inn that you're visiting. You find some cogs uh, and some bits and pieces and you're not really sure what it's from. Uh, and the innkeep uh, tells you in a hushed tone, oh, they left that behind. And the party goes, what? Who left it behind? The innkeeper goes, the great and powerful. Oh, no. The great and powerful <laughs> what? The, just the great and powerful. That's all we have to say. Good day. Uh, and they shut the inn around you. Inn's closed. Goodbye. Wait, do you, do you keep the cogs? You keep the cogs, obviously. I'm assuming someone smuggles them out. Right, okay. You know, so uh, nudge them along. Like I feel like as soon as the party detects the things are moving along, one of the party members definitely goes, I keep the cogs! Because party members just love collecting random shit. They do. Yeah, they yeah. do. It's I a clue s- for later. I you never still know. have some of those dragon scales in my bag. Can they help with the situation? It's like, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> they just can't. I have 60 feet of rope. What do I do with it? Salt. They, they love bringing up the rope. Lots yeah. of salt. Uh, okay, so uh, you have these cogs and, and little sort of machinery parts. You're not quite sure what to do. Uh, so you obviously make a sculpture. Some uh, modern modern art. Sell it for millions. That's the game. I eat it. Capitalism. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We've got capitalism real quick, but okay. Uh, okay. No, so you take the cogs uh, and you are obviously super intrigued to figure out who the great powerful is. Uh, so I have a hunch. You have a hunch? Mm. Um, there's a couple of different places you could take it. Mm. Depending on the party, I guess. Um, blacksmith, wizard. Definitely blacksmith. wizard. If you're going for great, great and powerful, wizard probably is, the wizard. is a good idea. Although I do want to know about the great and powerful blacksmith. That just sounds great to me. A blacksmith who's great and powerful. I like that. That's good. Definitely a wizard blacksmith. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. No, it's difficult because like he's trying to do all of this. He's blacksmithing behind a curtain, but the sparks keep saying the curtain on fire. It's like, pay no attention to the man before. Oh shit! Oh shit! It's happened again. It's happened again. So dramatic. Uh, yeah. So that's my little. Okay, got the mystery cogs from mystery the great cogs. Do you do one as well, or is it just? I know, ah, no, shit. I, there's just three. Sometimes I will do one, but you're, you're, there's three of you today. So, so you've managed to dodge the pressure on this one. <laughs> yeah, this is not Zane. This is Zane's attempt to cause suffering to others. This is Zane's one little treat. Is this show? Zane's succeeding. It's how I survive. You can yeah, have yeah. some suffering as a treat. <laughs> as a yeah. treat. Thank you. Little of suffering. Welcome. Hmm. I'm struggling. Uh, okay. Well, it's no big deal. Uh, well, what, what's on your cards there? I've got villain. Oh, a villain or and natural phenomenon. Phenomenon. I'm not going to say that one. <laughs> natural phenomenon. Phenomenon. Stop it! I was. Okay. Well, is is this person the villain or is she about to fight the villain? I think it's a Ooh. case. Uh, hey, hey, hey! I think it's a case of of the party comes across the town, right? Yeah. Um, and the town is eerily quiet. The only thing you hear is like this clanking noises in the distance throughout, echoing through the empty streets. Annoying as heck to yeah, sleep. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. it's like, it's not just clanking, it's clanking, clanking and a rattle and like some clocks ticking and that sort of stuff. Dislike. And the only thing you can really see are like, you know, as you're walking down, windows shuttering and that kind of stuff. You turn the to- corner into the town square and you find a town filled with like tiny little automatons. That sort Aww. of... <laughs> no, like... Come around the corner. If they're not stealthing, makes this is where you get the mechanics in. But if they're not stealthing, we'll sort of all turn in unison to look at them. Hello, little automatons. And I then, will be your friend. <laughs> I wish to scoop one up. <laughs> I go into a rage. I wish to pet two. Uh, <laughs> for I only have two hands. <laughs> um, I think this is a case of them moving very quickly towards the party as well, okay. and behind the. Po- the, the, the massive automa- auto- mm, I can't say words Automata. Automata, thank you. Like Nia. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> thank you. You can see this this uh, armoured figure with the two swords in the background and the wings ho- okay. hovering above them. Right, so yeah. you've, you've kind of walked into this this town that isn't too happy to see you and something's definitely going on and yeah. then you just kind of like rounded a corner and you're like, oh no, we oh, shouldn't shit. be here. Uh, yeah, basically. Okay, yeah. awesome. Okay, excellent. Well, those are our pledges. Let's move on to our... You'll get there. you get there. Turn. There we go. <laughs> You're making me feel better. I appreciate it. No, everyone was looking at me. I was like, oh, did I forget something else? Or is this... No, no it's, just it's I'm just listening. saying words You were being now. very dramatic. <laughs> Pardon? No, no, never mind. Okay, so in my turn, Yes. We, the the party like talked to this woman and she's like she's super upbeat she's happy she's been like my, my test worked is the is what she keeps saying she's basically created this winged suit because her 
entire her town, all of her people, uh, several several miles away. She managed to fly a good distance. Uh, they uh, their town is completely cut off from the outside world. Uh, there is no way in or out, and she has, like, the people, uh, they didn't believe that she, that she would be able to successfully create this winged suit in order to escape, but she did it, and now she needs to get back, but oh, it's a dangerous road. Would the party be willing to help her go back? And, no. I will. <laughs> I'll help in exchange oh. for the winged suit. <laughs> Uh, and she's like, you, ha- you might haggle a bit back and forth, but she's like, well, I'll keep the plans. I have the plans still so we can reproduce up. Well, of course, we'll need to reproduce to get the others out. That's okay, actually. Uh, so, yeah, the party, it becomes like a bit of an adventure. The party uh, finds their way to where, uh, like, up the mountains, down the valleys, all the way to the uh, the woman's town. Uh, and she says, ah, here we are, eventually. And you look around and say, I don't see any town. She says, she says down there. And you look down off the edge of this cliff that you're on, and you realize it's not so much a cliff as a huge, huge circular pit, and you can't even see how far down it goes. And uh, like you, you could drop a, cl- uh, a brick down there and not hear it clatter at the bottom for many seconds. And uh, she, you got the party were like, "Why does your why does your why, why do you live down why there? Why do you live down there?" And she's just like, "Oh, well, I mean, that's where they sentenced us to live for all eternity. And we were exiled. Yes, uh, hate don't what happens to me. I have sixty foot of rope, so we'll just. Oh, <laughs> we can tie this. I was going to make a sixty foot together. of rope joke. Well, well, if you got five sixty feet of rope, that's, that's like oh, we're fine. Feet. Yeah. yeah. And the ranger says, "I've got thirty to fifty wild hogs." Uh, or <laughs> or whatever that name was. I conjure animals oh, above the pit. <laughs> <laughs> Create a pile big enough to yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's good. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, so what are we what are we calling this? Yeah, I'm actually having a bit of trouble with that. I think something like the uh the 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 angelic escapee or something like that. Sure, angelic escapee. I might come back to that, but yeah. Alright, yeah, that's it. Okay. Okay. Great and powerful. Great and powerful. Cogs. You have the cogs. Uh, so if you go to a wizard or a blacksmith, doesn't matter. Um, uh, I love what? choices that don't matter. <laughs> what? Uh, wizards and blacksmiths it's are very different things. Wizard it is. Hello, <laughs> wizard my blacksmith. name is Balthazar the Great. I make horseshoes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has their place in society. So... <laughs> <laughs> Except for Tully Grimley. Yeah, he's gone. So uh, you take the cogs to a wizard uh, who tells you that these belonged to clearly someone great and powerful uh, and they have a magic aura about them. What? Question. Yes. The wizard says clearly they belong to someone great and powerful. Yes. So did, did the innkeeper say that... <laughs> They belong to someone great and powerful, or they belong to the great and powerful. Is it a name or is it a classification? No. (laughs) Is this some some noticeably like insistent terminology that people are using? Yeah. Okay. Um, I view it more in that the innkeep may have only experienced this once. Yeah. Whereas a wizard would, this would not be overly unusual for them to experience. Yeah. So. Um, confirmed that these cogs are magical uh, and the wizard seems quite excited uh, about their presence and informs you that there are others in the world that you could track down and find and rebuild. But what are we building? I'd like to know. 
I really oh, would, Wizard. Would. Tell me what I want. Okay. Like, no. <laughs> I'll tell you right at the end. Uh, basically, you can um, send your party around on missions to collect all the pieces to this puzzle uh, of this magical item belonging yeah. to someone great and powerful. Um, so Such insistent terminology using that. I'm really suspicious. It's them from the future. <laughs> Are we no, and you're not. building a time machine <laughs> to send it's them not. back spraying are we cogs build, along no. the way. Are we no. building the Tin Man from the Wizard of Oz? No. It's not an it's Oz the Great and Powerful? It's not what you're it's doing? No. Ah. Damn, that would have been real good, though. really clever <laughs> yeah. of you. Yeah. I'm not that smart. It's actually <laughs> going to be a case of just ruining steampunk forever by just slapping cogs on things without <laughs> thinking. That's sort of the scenario. There's nothing to ruin. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest here. Yes. So uh, sending the party on a uh, run around the world... Uh, or, you know, the town or, or whichever. Um, attempting the continent. The continent. The region. Um, the tri-county area. <laughs> whatever you like, it's your game. Um, what are we What are we calling this Are we is, is this hook? Uh, I'm calling it... The Adventure of the Tri-County Area. <laughs> I'm calling it Cogs, the Great and Powerful. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You're cancelled. Uh, I'll leave. After this episode, though. <laughs> the continuity okay. statement. Okay, yeah, thank you. We appreciate yeah. that. So I've, I've come up with something. Didn't need a prompt this time. Um, I think what happens is is uh, in the town, as the, the horde is coming towards them, there's a door suddenly opens and you know, they're pulled into a, into a house that's barricaded up. And given the explanation of... Oh, so uh, like a door like to someone, the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just like a door no. out. <laughs> no, like a transdimensional I like door. that, but that's next episode. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, so they're, they're pulled pulled through and they're, they're given a rundown by a, a, a villager who's just like, you need to get the fuck out of here, basically. Is this a swearing podcast? Yeah, it awesome. is now. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're given the rundown and it's sort of a meet the Robinsons situation. Okay. Hey. That's a reference I definitely get. <laughs> well, there's a there's a moment in Meet the Robinsons where the villain's backstory is revealed, and it's shown that he's like the the troubled genius. You know, everyone hated me. Everyone thought I was different, and it shows in flashbacks that nobody thought that, and he was just a prick. Yeah, and he was just denying <laughs> all of them. Uh, this is the sort of situation we have with our Seraph in this, where. <laughs> The villagers kind of treated them well, and they just sort of were like an asshole about it the entire time, <laughs> toiling away constantly in their own time, calling themselves a loner who was abandoned. And <laughs> I will have my revenge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and that is what happened. They've built this 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 uh, uh, army of, of robots for themselves, um, and it's up to the players to find a way to overcome it. And there's there's a number of options. I feel direct out like fighting is a bad idea, even though they'll think about it. Uh, I have some ideas please but what firstly I feel we'll we'll cover that in the in the uh, prestige what are we calling this hook now I think there's something like in a sociology thing called the cognizant effect and I think it's a fun idea just like a good pun I think it works I don't know what it is just the cognizant effect right because they're aware and knowledgeable of things and also cogs cogs. yeah thank you (laughs) I had to find a way to work the word in there I got it I got it uh, I just I, well, you know, jokes are funnier when you explain them. Sure. No, I just wanted to know, like, what the cognizant effect. I could not tell was. you. Okay. Something okay. about. I believe it's something about causing bias based off knowledge of a situation. Listen, it's a Google autocorrect, but Google gives me nothing on it, so I don't know what's happening. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah. you you did look it up? Yeah, absolutely, I yeah. did. And you st- and you didn't find any confirmation that no. you weren't making it up. I could be making it up, and that's okay. I think. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's what D and D is making okay. it up. Yeah. So it is now the no, cognizant effect. It's all effect. real. Um, okay. Well, those those are the, those are the hooks. 
So let's move on to the prestiges. So how are we putting these in front of players? How are they going to interact them? How can we turn to like an ongoing story about these hooks? So the party with all of their wonderful ropes will probably either they'll be like I think we've we've gotten you back home we should leave now and the or they'll be like all right let's get you back home down the bottom of the pit depending on how suspicious they are of this whole thing uh we'll see I think I think the big thing here is like do the party think that they are wrongly imprisoned or are they the party have no, like, they don't know yeah. Um, so the, the but what what does the NPC say? Yeah, the MP, exactly. The NPC is rainbows and sunshine. She's she's really quite seems really nice, seems really above board, and it's just like only like let's be honest, only knows what she's been told. But basically, that her fan, her ancestors did something terrible, and so her the entire town was consigned to this horrible pit deep in the earth, and that they would never be allowed to. Uh, emer- like emerge back into the light of day, mm. but that she has, uh, she's so clever and smart that she has managed to create this uh, winged suit that will allow all of them to get out just so long as she can get back down there and tell them that it worked and begin mass production. So like she's she believes everything that she says, uh, but you know unfortunately when the party gets down to the bottom of the pit, like it's it's the descent down there. Uh, basically, it's like okay. yeah, um, it's uh, there the the town exists and all the people exist and there are a variety of people in various states of derangement. But uh, it's clear that it becomes clear that this the the NPC the the angelic woman was kind of it's part of a long plot. There are there are like there's been it's been several centuries. There's been a lot of like there's been a lot of inbreeding and stuff and there's yeah. been a, it's like a really horrible place down there but there's an there's still an elite down there the people who rid, like it was an entire town that was consigned to the pit for the actions of a single cult my card i um, see and the cult is still active down there and they are still working they're still uh, have active machinations and the npc who i haven't bothered to name the, the angel was one of them they have bred her to be like beautiful and innocent and clever and they basically manipulated her entire life so that she would get out and find a way to get out and then bring people back so that they would be able to yeah can i add something to this like so it's, it's basically i guess like a, a like a snow piercer thing so there's the people who are like have this system that they're working to kind of achieve some end um, I would love if the the pit or whatever it is had some sort of a magical effect. Like, yes, you can escape if you're clever enough to do it, but you can only escape in that one way once. So, so like, she flew out in the thing, but now maybe that- just all around the edges of the pits, if they sense something moving up, arrows will shoot at it. Okay, so it's it's a it's like a neural net sort of thing it's not yeah yeah so maybe that's just the curse of the place so Mm. the players then either have to figure out a way out where they can all get out in the same way or in different ways at the same time yeah sure like it's like that's a longer term thing than i was thinking of i guess but yeah so basically you just kind of it's kind of i'm kind of just giving you Setting, a setting, a yeah. setting, and and a, a weird cult and that sort of thing. No, I, I really like it. I, I love that idea of like that very separated community that you're mm. then playing around in. Yeah, and now you've kind of you might be kind of stuck in, depending on what happens for a little while. And also, you're all fresh blood. Yeah, gross. Yuck. Uh huh. So yeah, uh, like the Angela Escapi. I guess not as bad a title as I thought at first, because like she is, she's specifically supposed to be all angelic yeah. and wonderful. So you'll trust her, and then it's just like, <laughs> where the skeksis down here? Yep. 
Okay, well, let's go back to Cogs the Great and Powerful. Cogs Great and Powerful. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> You're so you, excited about that. The joy. <laughs> the joy is good. Um, so you collect all of the pieces. Uh, you're still not quite sure what it is. Uh, you collect all the pieces uh, and take it back to the wizard. And the wizard goes, yep, that's definitely all of them. You're sick. Uh, what do we do now? And the wizard's like, mm, I'm not a blacksmith. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well played. Uh-huh. Uh, so now you have to go to the blacksmith who we've been trying to get in this story. And then you go to the blacksmith and he's like, oh, I'm not an artificer. And you go to the artificer and he's like, oh, I'm not a clockmaker. And you go to the clockmaker and he's like, oh, I'm not a wizard. And then you need to get all of them together in one room and, then, and a brain's trust. But they actually have a bunch of rivalries between them yeah. that you have to sort out. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a heist movie where, like, you have to go around and convince all of them. And there's one who says that he'd never do it again, and yep. you've got to be like, please. Yeah. Well, you absolutely. see, the, the blacksmith one and the clockmaker used to date, and they had a really bad breakup. So one last. But now their children are in love, so you have to convince them that the children's love yes! can exist, and it's and it's all social machinations to get this final final product, which is a a, a, a clockwork really nice... duck that walks by itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's got this little and it's got a little vocaloid thing in there and it just goes every now and again it just goes quack quack I sure do love some bread <laughs> it's like it's, it's just no, it's shit it's and, it, and, it, and it never says the same word twice <laughs> it's like I sure do love some Marxist literature it's it, like where what it also can't say quack multiple times it has to change its pronunciation quack <laughs> okay no, excellent suggestions though. <laughs> Loved all Thank of those. You. Thank you. I'm going to include that in my game. Yeah, but you should. You go on for you your book. Um, yeah. So it's actually a piece of heavy armor. Okay. Um, that you can craft, and um, it grants you extra strength when you wear it. So I really like the idea of this becoming like an animated shield, like Ooh, that's cool. something that like you can put down and activate, mm. and it will give you a. a a, just a static bonus to like not getting hit because it'll move around and try to position that's a cool itself. Idea. Yeah, yeah, because that, that's that's kind of fun. Multiple moving parts and yeah, yeah. Um, you definitely have to, I guess. Or you could wear it as armor or put it down and yeah, like scaling it or like having it be something depending on the party members you have or the game that you're playing. Yeah. to like suit them in particular. Or maybe it's one thing if you get say the wizard and the blacksmith to team up to figure out what it is but it's something else if you get the blacksmith and the clockmaker to team up and get or and if you get all of them then it's power armor and you become iron man yep okay yep that's canon <laughs> that's what happens cool um okay let's 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 go back to the cognizant effect yeah whatever so that i found is. that out found it i think it was a fake name for the hawthorne effect which is how a, a psychological study changes if the person knows they're being observed yeah. okay well that makes sense yeah it actually worked yeah, out pretty okay out. that did okay would you like to hear my idea of how this plays through uh absolutely i really like the idea that each of these different like little contraptions yeah. kind of has a different insight into the maker Ooh. and so and has a different ability yeah. that if you kind of either win them over or like take advantage of their yeah. maker the, the makesmanship you can use that to kind of alter the way that the the serif views things i like that so That's either really like smart. going back and like like maybe one can take you back and send messages back in time or one is like oh you can make someone like actually like calm their emotions yeah or, so you make it a puzzle like, of how to actually yeah to uh, 
like you know we not weaken them but like ba- make them back down from the situation. But it's also stealth to try to to separate these little automatons yeah. and capture them yeah. to figure out like what they do and what and what they're trying. That's to a great do. idea. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, my idea was make it a city of robots and then figure out a way to get past them. Yours is fantastic. Yes, absolutely. Um, because yeah, I think that that's really fun because you take this kind of overarching thing and then you have the the village in hiding who's helping you out but they can't go out. Yeah, out and of it, their houses. it is very much like almost like a survival horror kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that idea a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And, then, and then you get a bunch of cool cog weapons <laughs> at the end or something. I don't know, loot. And, and what was your what was your um, my card was card? my card was villain. Right, that's yeah. right. We, yeah, yeah, we yeah. That. yeah, cool. All right, well, that's been Hooked for this week. We had the Cognizant Effect. We had Cogs, the great and powerful. <laughs> and we had the uh, Angelic Escapee we yeah. settled on. Yeah. Is that what we settled yeah, on? Yeah, no Cog pun, unfortunately. Yeah. Thank you. Letting thank us all you down. For, thank you for no Cog oh, yeah, pun. It was uh, <laughs> some restraint. For it, it was tempting. <laughs> um, yeah, so as always, uh, we are produced under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Node Release 4.0 International License, which means you're free to share and redistribute the material in any medium or format. If you give appropriate credit, do not use the material for commercial purposes and don't remix, transform, or build upon the material in any way without asking us first. But feel free to use this in your own games and let us know how you go. Um, I think I'll be using at least one of these in uh, a game coming up. Um, I'm actually really impressed with with today. So, uh, yeah, let us know how you go. You can find us on Facebook or on Twitter or on Instagram. Uh, you can send us an email at podcast.hooked.com at, at gmail.com. Um, yeah, so thank you very much, Jonathan, for your very first appearance. Thank you for having me. I hope I was good. Thank you for a much less horrifying episode this week, Faith. You're all very welcome. <laughs> And thank you once again for being here and helping the newbies figure out how to do it. Thanks, Dom. Dom. Thank you. Dom, there's my name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this where we're doing plugs? And stuff? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Uh, you can also find me on the Misto Museum of Mystery, Morbidity and Mortality. It's an audio drama and people tell me it's good. It's spooky and funny. It's a great name. It's too long. I tried <laughs> to submit it for the bloody award today. It turns out it's too long to fit into their um, like <laughs> in 50 the characters or less. <laughs> that's that's can my you, can you make it an acronym? That's my fault. I mean, what, mom? <laughs> to mo ma'am. Is, to mo yeah. <laughs> uh, And Jonathan, you have a podcast as well. I do. You can find me on Rataloid where me and my co-host Harp uh, go through and listen to a bunch of vocal synthesizers with anime avatars and rank them to find the greatest one of all time. They liked synthesizers so much they named themselves after a musical instrument. Yeah, it was it's the best choice we could have made. <laughs> uh, also, you can find me on Twitter at Pirate Killjoy just to really get the, the cool opinions I have and, I don't know, wrestling or something. Yeah, you didn't even bring wrestling in at all this week. Yeah, that's next episode. Okay. <laughs> well, Uh-oh. look forward to that. Uh, until then, uh, do you have anything you would like to plug? Uh, I am on the internet. Uh, I don't do anything cool, though. So uh, sometimes uh, you're on this podcast. Uh, that's, that's true. Cool. That's true. Uh, sometimes I post funny memes, very occasionally. Um, maybe I'll tell you what my handle is one time. Just wait and see. But not this time. But not this time. Okay. Well, we'll be back next time with more hooks for your games. Until then, keep playing games, everyone. No. Hello. And- 
and welcome to an advertisement for the Penny Peep Show. What is the Penny Peep Show? Well, in our podcast factory, our podcast scientists have been working hard on a range of light-hearted radio play anthology series that everyone can enjoy. Caramony Cricket Spokesperson, is there a light-hearted radio play anthology series for me? No, every series is marked explicit. But why not tell your parents, nameless child? They'll find the Penny Peep Show wherever good podcasts are stocked. The Penny Peep Show. It's like dissolving your ears in a cocaine-laden off-brand soda. Is that a good thing? Shut up, nameless child. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.